Uh, I've got rivers of blood. I have a soluble rump. Now, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake I'm Nat Tapley, and together we have sprinkled the organic matter of entertainment into the flower paste of history to see whose sourdough starter is the puffiest. I don't know how sourdough works. And joining us today, we are lucky enough to have the author of 1666, Plague, War and Hellfire, and the host of the great new podcast, Killing Time, it's Rebecca Riddle. Hello! Hello! Hi! <laughs> and she's going to judge us. Because, yes. yes. See who's because best. everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, precisely. We thought we'd make it explicit rather than implicit in the format. <laughs> Imagine a big finger pointing your way. Yeah. I'm going to take you to... Oh, no, I've done the 17th century. Rebecca will definitely know that I'm getting this one completely wrong. I'm going to 1653 and Oliver Cromwell dissolving the rump parliament, which I mainly chose because it had the word rump in it. Of course. Uh, the 17th century had lots of good-named parliaments. There was the Blessed Parliament, uh, Barebones Parliament, the Addled Parliament and the Happy Parliament. But the Rump Parliament was what was left of the Long Parliament after the New Model Army got rid of half of it in one of those years, 1648, I think. Um, the Rump Parliament was the Parliament that got rid of Charles I, that cut his head off. So the Rump Parliament was what was left of the Long Parliament. Um, and by 1653, Oliver Cromwell was bored of them. And he came into the House of Commons and said, You have sat for too long for any good you have been doing lately. Depart, I say, and let us have done with you. In the name of God, go. You are no Parliament. And they did, which was, you know... Uh, exciting of them. Um, and so that was what happened on the 20th of April, 1653, which left the Barebones Parliament, which was just um, a few, I guess, three or four of them left sitting, looking embarrassed that they hadn't been got rid of. Is that like when Steps split up, you know, and it was like H and Claire? <laughs> yeah, H and just... I'm trying to get a handle on this. formerly known as Steps, yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, I'm going to take you to the 20th of April, 1968, and Ooh. English politician and semi-sentient excretum, Enoch Powell, <laughs> makes his controversial Rivers of Blood speech. Uh, this was at the Conservative Political Centre in Birmingham, and uh, it was all about uh, the immigrants and stuff. And it was called the Rivers of Blood speech, although he never actually said Rivers of Blood. He called oh. it the Birmingham speech. You <laughs> called no, you your did. words the Rivers of Blood speech. <laughs> I never called it the... Um, and he'd, he said uh, to a friend of his who's a journalist, a guy called Clem Jones, he said, this one's going to be... This is the one. He said, I'm going to make a speech at the weekend and it's going to go up fizz like a rocket. But whereas all <laughs> rockets fall to earth, this one is going to stay up. The fizzy rocket speech. The fizzy rocket speech. Well, mm. that's what I, you know, you know, my, my old dad always called it. The, no. <laughs> so it was an allusion to Virgil's Aeneid. Aeneid, yeah. Aeneid. <laughs> uh, which uh, he quoted, As I look ahead, I am filled with foreboding. Like the Roman, I seem to see the river Tiber foaming with much blood. But he got it wrong, didn't he? Because Aeneas isn't a Roman, is it? Idiot is Greek. No. Virgil, who writes it is a Roman. Yeah, Aeneas, yeah, idiot. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. <laughs> so um, he, but basically, if Twitter had existed back then, he would have outstripped Casey Hopkins and Nigel Farage combined. It was incredible, and uh, they think that it led to the Conservative surprise victory in the nineteen seventy general election. Ta-da. Good, good to see that people have never benefited from underestimating the British public. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm going to do the birthdays, which are going to be happier than that. Happy birthday to Tito Puente, the songwriter, drummer and star of The Simpsons, Who Shot Mr Burns? Um, who was wanted to become a dancer originally, but couldn't because he damaged a tendon in his ankles. Happy birthday, too, to Peter Snow, the swingometer operator um, on who, with whom I once went on a pub crawl, which he lasted longer at than I did, even at the age of 80. Happy birthday, Peter Snow. Happy birthday to Louise Jameson, Leela from Doctor Who. She was Beppe DeMarco's mum in EastEnders. Yes. And <laughs> I didn't know she had been a prison visitor in her youth, and it was she who visited the prison cell of Leslie Grantham and told him he should get into acting. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Louise. Yeah. So, <laughs> this was when he was in prison for murdering that taxi driver. Oh, yes, you do. Yes. And he, she said, you should be in EastEnders, and he was. Uh, happy death day to Lizzie Mercier-Desclous. Um, I don't know if you know her, Jake. She was a sort of odd punk disco musician who made one of the weirdest pieces of music I've heard, but she died on this day in 2004. She was part of the No Wave movement, and as a self-taught guitarist, played one-note songs um, with wrong-note harmonies and funky rhythms, as Wikipedia calls them. Happy death day to Victoria Wood, the writer, comic, uh, musical comedian, actor, um, and best user of specific brand names in comedy since Alan Bennett. And also happy death day to Chief Pontiac, who was the Odawa war chief who led Native Americans in their struggle against the British occupation of the Great Lakes um, and led to them signing an agreement which said there would be no Brits west of the Appalachian Mountains and is now best remembered for being the name of a car. That's the death days. Tell me you wouldn't want to be a Ford Nathaniel. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Of course you would. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that car would be like. Slow, uh, gas no, guzzling, it, it, <laughs> hugely wasteful and not very fast. <laughs> so now we come to the moment of truth, Rebecca. Having heard oh, the cogent cases put forth for each of the things that happened this day, what do you think? is the most important of the Rivers of Blood speech and the dissolution of the rump parliament? Uh, this is so hard because obviously we're dealing with horrific men in both instances. Mm, most of the time. Um, that's a given on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what a choice. Mm. So most important. Well, I'm... or just what's the most 17th century one? You could go for that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so... I don't want Enoch Powell to win anything, mm. um, so I'm afraid yes. just because it's got a daft name as well, I'm going to have to go with the Rump Parliament. Yes! <laughs> yes! I like. Listen to how much it means to him. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. What, what are you opening? Mm. Oh. Oh, gosh. Elijah well, Craig. <laughs> he was the first bourbon maker. What, what episode did he appear in, Elijah Craig? I don't know, Nat. Yeah. I was drunk. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening and do join us tomorrow when we will have even more amazingly brilliant facts that will be judged by the wonderful Rebecca Riddle. Do join us then. Oh, my God.